if we need to yeah, for this one. Maybe. Probably. You know. I am happy for our for our women's team because uh the top five most attended games in the WSL, all Arsenal games. Well, there you go. And and some of uh, them are away games. They're away games <clears throat> Arsenal. Like they're away, <clears throat> like they're away matches. Mm-hmm. I think. I have to double check that stat. I have to double check that. You know? Yeah. Well, damn, I didn't I didn't know Man City women weren't allowed to play at the Eddie Hat. That's crazy. I don't know. I don't know. They might be able to. It's just that I've never seen them. I've never seen mm-hmm. them play there. Yeah, yeah. It's a damn okay. shame. I love Bunny uh, Shaw. <laughs> uh, let's see. I'll do the uh, the just Justin's ad thing after the uh, Liverpool match. Mm-hmm. Just say you know, talk to our Patreon stuff like mm-hmm. that. Uh, okay, just have to figure out what I want to say for the cold open. Uh, uh, Rob, we've been recording for the past minute. Oh, why? Because <laughs> we got an editor back. Is that it? Hey, how's no, that I for like, a I, I thought you knew. I thought you knew. Was <laughs> it that intro? Was it that intro? Was it that intro? Yes, this is that intro. All right, yeah. let's just start the damn show. One thing I can say is at least you did hit record. Yeah, I did hear. No, he not, had that not, one time. <laughs> not go 15 minutes before realizing, oh, this isn't actually being recorded or anything. Oh, yeah. oh, hey, everybody. Starting 11 is back. Which week is this? Match week 25, Ferris. Yep. Yes, it uh, is. Joined by Ferris Bothana, of course, the Ferris Bothana. You guys have heard about him from the news. Now, uh, as far as. You know, lots of moving up near the table. There's a there's a couple of a couple of changes. There's a couple of changes. Not at the very very top though, and the drama was taken out of that right away. It's the first match of the day, Brentford at home to Liverpool. Mm-hmm. Liverpool had never beaten Brentford at Brentford in the Premier League. Wow. Yeah. What's up with that? Brentford has some weird stats. Like Erling Holland is the only team he's never scored against is Brentford. Yeah. Yeah, I heard about that. Yeah. Some uh yeah, some strange some strange things go on with Brentford, but uh, uh score wise this time, uh there's really uh there's nothing to it. Uh Mo Salah uh is back uh from injury. Mm-hmm. He'd already been back for a while from, from AFCON, but he had been hurt. Uh, he starts on the bench. He won't uh, be on the bench for too, too long. And now, uh, Allison Becker looked like he was going to come back, but mm-hmm. picked up another injury. I don't know if it was in the warm-ups or the day <laughs> before in practice, but picked up another injury. So, oh, gosh, I don't even know how to pronounce this thing. Kamen Kelleher 
is back in net for Liverpool, having played last week as well. Uh, Trent Alexander-Arnold still out as well. They Injured once again? Need, yeah, uh, they don't mm-hmm. need anybody against this one. In this one, uh, Darwin Nunez gets the opener on the counterattack. Paris. It's basically yeah. a two-man break, uh, assisted by Jota. Uh, just a nice, like a lovely touch to put it over Mark Fleck. And just a chip shot. How can we learn to, how can we chip with that kind of thing going on? But he well, does, he does chip it over. Go ahead. Oh, my bad. No, no, I was, I was like, because I wrote down in my notes, I said right here, man, it did, it, it, it doesn't start with the Jota assist. It started with like a clearance from a long ball. I believe it was from McAllister. Finds Jota yeah, on, the, on the left wing. Yeah. Yeah, and, and they a, go in. Basically, yeah, they basically make it's it great. a two on nine. And uh, yeah. yeah, he gets the ball over easily to Jota, and it's the it's the finish, which is the real class thing there. Uh, Jota uh, would be forced out uh, just before halftime. Mm-hmm. Uh, there's a collision. Christian Norgard falls on him uh, on his knee. Didn't look at it. It looks like he gets up for a little bit and then uh, just walking around. I think he tried to carry on, but uh, mm-hmm. lay down on the ground. He uh, is replaced. By uh, Mo Salah. So if he can have somebody come off the bench yeah. for Jota, it's nice to have a guy that, you know, is your all-time club leader in goals and stuff like that. I guess mm-hmm. he's been fine. I believe he's still second in the league in goals as well. Now, uh, Do you think he's a bigger club legend than Stevie G? No. Is it just because Stevie G's from Liverpool? There's that. Uh, Gerard played his, I think, I believe his entire career there. Uh, yeah. He was the captain. Mozala's not the captain. Uh, mm-hmm. They've won as much as each other, I guess. So there's that too and stuff like that. I just think like Stephen. Yeah, Gerard but you know, Salah did. Salah did get something he Stevie G never got. No, which is he did get something Stevie G never got. Which is what he got that illustrious Premier League title. Well, that's true. Stevie G yeah. never got it. That's a yeah, question but... I want Liverpool fans to ponder. Yeah, they're going to say Stephen Gerrard. Yeah, probably. They're probably going to say Stephen different, different position and stuff like that, too. So Yeah, yeah. It's always hard to say. Wing. Yeah, yeah. It's a, uh, yeah. Uh, I think he, I think it goes. You have, that, you have that captaincy for so long. Like, for me, yeah. if I was to say, like, the best player for Chelsea ever, I'm going to say John Terry, probably, but not my favorite. My favorite probably i don't know if it's drug bar or lamps but they're both right up there so wait you think uh, terry's hazard, better than you think you think so you think terry's better than frankie i think john well yeah i think john terry was an absolute force and maybe the most underrated football player of his era and he was still regarded so incredibly highly so he was mm-hmm. just he was just in a move he was a movable object not a great teammate so, let's put it that way. Also, also heard not a, uh, not a great person neither. <laughs> I'm saying that's why. Yeah. Uh, yeah. Oh, well, some of his teammates' wives really liked him a lot, it seems. So, anyways, in the second <laughs> half, Salah Griggs on us. Salah exists. Alex McAllister's goal uh, before scoring himself in the 68th minute, just shrugging off Nathan Collins like he was nothing. He was nothing to him. Puts it past Mark Flecken. Um, Ivan Tony uh, gets a consolation goal back. And Cody Gakpo scores as well uh, to round up the scoring. But there's a little controversy where Ivan Tony yep. 
Probably, probably rod of probably rod of a penalty here. Uh, I don't know if it would have made much of a difference the way the the field was slanted all game, but uh, uh, Andy Robertson <clears throat> was all over. He was on him like a backpack. Brings uh, it to the ground and no call. Somehow VAR don't want to upset their friends and stuff like that down on the pitch. No, Rob. So they Rob. say, oh, we shouldn't. That's no clear and obvious error there at all. No, it wasn't even. It wasn't even like they they didn't call like they did call a foul. No, they did call a foul. Yep. They called yep. it on Brentford. <laughs> Brentford got the foul. Like it was a defensive free kick for Liverpool. They called it on Brentford when Ivan Tony was literally shoulder checked from behind. Liverpool gets got away with homicide. He was, got away. he was in his space. Like I don't know what you wanted to do. He, he has a right to yeah. the ball. He didn't get into the ball. He was in his space. Yeah, awful call. But uh, in the end, it would not have mattered. This uh, Liverpool wasn't going to lose this game. Uh, uh, one more thing: uh, Darwin Nunez was subbed off at halftime with an injury as well. Um, mm-hmm. So I'm not sure he. They play again Wednesday, so we'll know probably more Wednesday. But uh, mm-hmm. injuries seem to be piling up for them, and they have a final to play on Sunday against a certain club. Uh, we'll see how many of their walking wounded come back or. How many of them just need an extra rest because they had it in the bag anyways come Sunday. Now, uh, Thomas Frank uh, needs to get his club going. Uh, they're getting – Wissa is back now. Uh, he was uh, with the club. They're back from Afghan. He was with the club but didn't feature at all. I don't think he was even on the bench. Uh, also, just uh, quickly have to say condolences uh, uh, to young uh, Connor Bradley, uh, the uh, – uh, the D-man. The, the academy, uh, the Liverpool uh, Academy kid, yeah. Yeah. Uh unfortunately his father passed away. He's playing uh, uh I believe this is his first game since his father died. So condolences Absolutely. to him, always tough, especially when you're so young. Now, uh now that we've done that, why don't we uplift everybody? We know we brought people down. Mm-hmm. Let's uplift everybody. With the golden the golden throat, the dulcet tones. Our very own famous Alabaman. Hey guys, it's Justin, aka Hambone. Just here to let you know a couple of things that we have going on with the channel. One, we have a Patreon. If you can and want to support us, you can do that. A little as a dollar, you can join the Discord. We also have a merch store where you can get some cool shirts, mugs, and stuff with all of our different shows and labels on there. And thank you for all of our supporters that have already been there with us. Let's get ringnetwork.com. You can mm-hmm. find all, links to all kinds of stuff there. I think Delia does a damn good job with that website as well. Now, back to the action. The action, well, whatever. Two teams I'm not particularly fond of, Ferris, faced off. Uh, Fulham taking on Aston at the cottage. Uh, and it's uh, Craven's Cottage. Ollie Watkins. Uh, producing again uh, for Villa. Uh, could have had three. He had uh, one called back real early, I believe, in the third minute. Uh, your old mm-hmm. pal, Tim Ream, also had one called back for being offside. First time we've mentioned Tim Ream in an almost uh, positive uh, note for a while. So there you go. Well, yeah, it was either uh, he was injured or he was playing like doo-doo. Yeah, uh, <laughs> not great. Uh, yeah. It was Rodrigo Muniz who got the uh, Codgers goal. Make the last half hour a little more interesting. Uh, they just couldn't mm-hmm. find another. Emmy Martinez absolutely robs Adama Traore in the 90th minute to seal it. 
Uh, and it's nice to say that Dominic Traore's name because I said it a lot last year. When he was yeah, I mean, he's Wolves. the he was the um, he was like the bowling ball who played for Wolves, correct? Yes. The big yeah, muscle like man a, who can run straight looks, but can't. He looks like a fullback. Yeah, he yeah. can't cut anyway. He just knows how to run straight. Yeah, and he did, and had a very good chance or whatever. But uh, uh, Martinez made a very good save on him to move Villa temporarily back to fourth. It would depend mm -hmm. on what happened with the good old Tottenham Hotspurs. So let's go to that match next, Ferris. Mm -hmm. Spurs at the vaunted, hallowed stadium that nobody wants to be associated with, it seems. Tottenham Hotspur Stadium. Uh, Wolves. Probably, probably because their owners are criminal. But, well, you know. Well, at least, at least partly. Now, yeah. uh, Wolves came ready. They were ready to play. Uh, they had a bit of a letdown last week, especially as uh, the way they performed against Chelsea. For that, mm -hmm. it looked so good. Anyways, uh, they uh, put on the early pressure. I guess a couple of Spurs chances as well, but I think the most pressure came from Wolves. Mm -hmm. They get a corner, and corner coming in for no reason. Richarlison goes out, breaks the line, and touches it. For another corner, this thing was easily going out. Nobody was even going for the ball, but Richarlison had the he just had the idea. He had to go and touch this thing, and so uh, this time uh, Sarabia comes up uh, from the other corner, uh, out swinger, finds the head of Jao Gomez. Yeah, of all people, Jao Gomez. Uh, his first goal of the year, uh, a little surprising and stuff like that. Uh, that was uh, 42 minutes into it. Uh, and so they go to break. It seems that Ange's uh, uh, halftime talk uh, did some good. Is that the restart? It's uh, Dion, I don't remember how to say it, Dion or Dejan Kulisevsky. I always just say Kulisevsky, anyways. Just also walks too. past Craig Dawson in the box. Go ahead. Well, great, great nutmeg goal by Kulisevsky, as well as on the yep. um, Joao Gomez goal. He was untouched. No one was marking him on the free kick on the corner. It was. Awful defending on a corner. Easy, it was yep. all of it was yeah. Everybody in white watching. They were just watching. Yeah, and, I yeah, can't so wait. Maybe maybe they're just, oh, this is going to Joe Gomez. There's no way this is going in. Also, this man, I can't like it's going to irritate the living life out of me when this man's out here playing a high line with everybody, but when he is playing Arsenal at the vaunted Tottenham Hotspurs, he's going to play like a back seven. Mm -hmm. Watch him play like a back seven. Yep. Yeah, he's going to park the bus. They're gonna they're gonna wait for a mistake and that's it. They're not gonna yeah. try at all. All right. Uh, yeah. So they tie it up. But uh, the winner, the winning goal, goes to Wolves. Wolves pull this one out. Yep. Uh, and it's Pedro Neto running almost. What the a entire great break! Length. What yeah. a great break! Running almost the entire length of the field, running from his box mm -hmm. into the box into the to the touchline, drawing mm -hmm. three defenders in, stops, leaving the pivots, leaving the front of the net open to. Mm -hmm. Joel Gomez. Joel Gomez. <laughs> Who hammers it home. Joel Gomez picks a fine time to show up for the Wolverhampton Wanderers. Uh, they win. Or, or what I like to call Wolverhampton, Portuguese national team B. There you go. Very nice. It's nice. Uh, well, so not anyways. anymore because they're all gone. But they were. They got a goal. They had like eight Portuguese people. Shot to them. Joel Gomez. Uh, so uh, Spurs end up slipping back to fifth 
Mm -hmm. it's their first loss in their last six matches. Uh, Wolves are doing fine. I believe they're in the, uh, I believe they were. Yeah, they were in 10th spot after that win. Yes. Briefly. Briefly. But we'll talk about that in a sec. So uh, we're going to move to the city ground. Forest. Talking about a team that needs wins. Taking on West Ham. And I guess that you could sell this the uh, upset of the week. There isn't too many real upsets going on. So no, I don't think it was really much of an upset because West Ham has been playing like, like, like feces the, for the past four weeks, and you know it, it was you know it was kind of put a stamp on it with the Arsenal. I believe was it, it was either six it was a six nil. I think it was six nil. Yep. Arsenal, and then you know they're calling for David Moyes' head. The, the, well, well, it's funny because they've been calling for David Moyes' head for the past what three years. You know if what I mean? This program. If you've been watching this program, yeah. I believe every week we have to remind people that well, he still has a job. And he, he does. Still has David a job. Moyes still yeah. has a job. We're gonna, I'll talk about his uh, remarks after the game. Uh, yeah, but yeah. So uh, it was. It was just honestly like it was just a. It was just a whole lot of nothing. That's what it was. It was just a whole lot. It was just. It was just a bunch of people running around. It's like running up and down, like. You didn't you didn't care about this match. You you just a bunch of just they're just running around doing nothing. I mean, it was just a bunch of nothing. Do you remember like a bunch of nothing? This year we would talk about so much about how uh Muhammad Kudus and Joe Jared Bone, how well they work together, uh how excited we were for James Ward Prowse to be on this to see what they can do. That's dead and gone. Where is it? That's dead and gone. That doesn't exist anymore. I don't know that, if it's because over. when 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 uh when uh uh Kudos goes to AFCON if that is what made the difference. I have no idea. I have no idea. But th- the chemistry's off for sure. Also, we should mention. But he was only. Before... Here's the thing. Here's the thing. That I don't. I no longer accept that excuse because like he was only at AFCON for like a week and a half because Ghana got bounced in the group stages, so he only missed like yeah. a week. Yeah. So. Yeah. It's just been. It's everything's been off. Everything has been off. Yeah. Uh. Anyways. Uh. I don't know if it was before the match or after the match, but Nottingham Forest have hired Mark Clattenburg as a referee analyst. Ferris. It was before the match. Was it like yesterday? It was before the match. That was when the yeah. that was when the report came out. The report came out. They hired him yesterday. They the report came out why. yesterday, but they're we having these. Yeah. They want to know why they're having these calls go against the Ferris. It's like you, mother. You think you're the la- only team that this happens to? Unbelievable. Literally Unbelievable. Like, this Arsenal is a, got this literally got the dumbest thing I've ever heard in my entire life. Yeah, man. Yeah. Forget that, man. Unbelievable. It's imbeciles. Yeah. Imbeciles. Yeah. Terrible. No. Brutal. Weird decision. Such a weird decision. Anyways, I don't know if this yeah. is on uh, uh, Nino or what, but uh, brutal. Nuno, but yeah. Brutal. brutal. Well, well, it's dumb. For, it's dumb. Well, it's yeah, it's 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 the it's the rich Greek owner. That's that's what it's, it's, Nuno doesn't Nuno. He, I clearly see, Nuno has no power. The only yeah. thing he did I'm th- was I'm taking he, they wanted. I'm taking the, that this group wanted to do this for a while. Steve Cooper mm-hmm. is to say, "Are you out of your mind? Are you exactly. out of your mind?" So the only thing Nuno's done at Nottingham Forest was he did his homie, um, his homie George Mendes a favor by taking Giovanni Reina. That's the only yeah. thing he's ever done. He has no power. It, it's I don't understand. This game was like, I'm sorry. Like this game was a whole lot of nothing. Calvin Phillips started and he got two yellows. Then he was sent off in the 70th minute with the red. How like, who bad cares about- has he been? How bad has he He's- been since coming over from city? 
He was voted. He oh. was named the English Football Player of the Year just a couple years ago. For when he was at Leeds. I don't know. I can't remember. I think it's yeah. No, no. It's remember. when he was at Leeds because this year's his first year playing for Man City. He's yeah. he, he's a Leeds United youth and a player. Like he's from Leeds United, and then he hopped over from Leeds United because they got relegated, and he was bought by Man City. What like like this? Is how I know Man City's cheating. You bought Calvin Phillips for no reason. Then you sold him for nothing. Uh, they and, loaned and you, him. Oh, it was a loan. I thought it was a sell. But well, you know what? Even if it's a loan, I don't, I don't, it may have an, it may have an option, but whatever. But right now, it's a loan. I'll say this, man. Even if it's a loan, West Ham needs to get their money back. You know what I mean? Yeah. Like, like, and this is what I keep telling people: if you want to play, if you want to advance your career, don't play for Pep Guardiola because he doesn't. He's he he has his favorites. He wants to play a certain way, and if you don't fit it. He'll destroy your career. Like, I remember when Jack Grealish, when he was at Aston Villa, everyone was like, ooh, Jack Grealish. Ooh, look at the playmaker. The He's a superstar. He was like your, you know, your, your high-end um, English superstar who partied and had fun and scored goals on a Sunday with the, with the beautiful hair and running around. And what is he at Man City? He's a bench warmer. He's a bench warmer. At the time, the largest amount of money ever paid for an English player. Exactly. Think about that, Rob. The second highest at the moment. Oh, I think about it all the time. Like, that's, that's what's crazy. And, and Pep Guardiola is like, bench. Bench. Yeah. That, that's why I'm so mad. Like, I'm like, so I mad what happened. Guys, like, Phil Foden. Like, that's why I'm so mad about... Uh, well, Phil Foden's a youth kid. And by the way... Yeah. Enough with the Phil Foden, Bukayo Saka conversation. There is no conversation. One is great. The other one is Phil Foden. Yep. Look End of up, discussion. Yeah. Look up uh, Cristiano Ronaldo's stats up to this point in his career and look up Saka's stats. It's a fun, it's in a the fun, it's a fun study. In the Premier League, yeah. Yeah. Pretty yeah. crazy. Anyways. Uh, yeah. Yes, in Saka, we'll talk about him in a minute. Uh, actually, in a, in a couple of minutes, I guess we'll say. Nah, Let's just go to the game. We'll go to the game real quick. Uh, it's Taiwo and Wanyi uh, getting yep. the, getting the first goal. It's deep and a yellow. And a yellow for pulling off a shirt. The message says in his, uh, I guess his native language in Yoruba, I guess it is from Nigeria. It means, "Who do you take God for?" And just some. Well, no, message. it was you no. Know, it's a, it's a Bible verse. I think it was like. Eccles twelve thirteen, I think. He asked that on the bottom, but what the what was in uh what, what was in your ruby means uh what do you take God for? And then it has a message after that as well. Uh, so yeah, they want him to open up a Christian academy you know, and stuff like that. And funny, funny does. enough, John, John Barnes, I think it was he was on the coverage for Sky or whatever. John Barnes, Liverpool legend. Um, shout out to Johnny Barnes. He said, um, I don't know. I, it, I don't know why he put that much stuff on his shirt. I couldn't read it. Yeah. I had they never, like, they never had a good camera angle. I had to yeah, go like, look I it like, up. I don't, I, I don't know. I don't know what. You see, that's, that's why Ian. That's why Ian writes a legend. He just wrote "I love the lads" on his shirt, pulled it up over his face, and started running around. Legend. <laughs> it's, that's that simple. I yeah. heart the lads. That's it fit right there. And then all he and then he pulled out his jersey, put it over his head, and was running around. See, see, legend. That's also, what he's a legend. You should, 
You should wait till the camera is actually on you. Go up to exactly. the, you know where the camera is. Everybody runs up to it when they score. That's run to the corner. You run in the you run to the corner. That's what you do. Anyways, okay. So uh as second half comes, and this, this is where uh Phillips gets himself into trouble. Mm-hmm. Two yellow cards in the span of three minutes. He gets sent off, and then uh you know, Forrest really doesn't do much with it until again. It's like the death of extra time. And it's oh, my old pal, my old pal, Callum Hudson Adoy, putting the game away. Four minutes and extras. Now I, kn- I knew is, he was a, he was a big club, a big club youth, but I don't know which big club. So he's a Chelsea kid. Okay. Yeah, he's a Chelsea kid. He had uh, problems with his Achilles. He kept getting hurt and stuff like that. Like uh, we did him a favor by letting him go. Uh, I'm surprised he's getting this much playing time. I'm glad for him though. Uh, mm-hmm. Yeah, I'm glad he's playing. So. Uh, Yes, so uh, Forest win their first win in 2024. Mm-hmm. Now, I was saying before, David Moyes had to field of some questions uh, after the game about uh, how much the supporters supporters want him out. They want him gone. He explained that uh, the major trophy they would won uh, and their recent position in the league table uh, is better than uh, it's been in years. And then he said, nah, "That's may- maybe they've had managers who excite them more, possibly, but the hey, one who's sitting here, the one who's sitting here, wins more, which is also <laughs> yeah, David Moyes, yeah, yeah, Yo, you know, he he basically said, deal with it, punks, yeah, deal with he, it, he, yeah, he's he not basically just from... said, he I basically... also, oh my god, keep Yo, selling he... his best players out from under him." Yeah, exactly, man. Like, like, what do you think? But like, he also gets money to spend, and he's not spending it really wise. Well, not yet, because, because, well, the the hundred million they got for Declan Rice, they mm-hmm. spent it on Kudus, yeah, Alvarez, good. and James mm-hmm. Ward Prowse. Those three men, which is, and the James Ward Prowse signing wasn't huge. They got it, it was, it was like what eight? It was eight? I think eight million. Yeah. It wasn't very much. And then, and then Kudus and, and, was... And, and, and it was deep into uh, the signing season as well. It's it strange. Yeah, it's then strange one. Alvarez and Kudus were both bought from Ajax, so you're going to slightly overpay. But they over they paid for Alvarez for, I think it was 44. And then, I pay, and then they paid, played for Kudus was 36. Yeah. I think, so, I think Kudus was money well spent. And then Alvarez. Yeah, it's Alvarez. You know, well, you know, if you... If you Talk to a couple people. Alvarez is the best six in Concacaf, but what does that mean? What does that mean? <laughs> what does that mean? You know, because yeah. the only the only convers the only competition you got is Tyler Adams and Johnny Cardoso, because Weston in McKinney Concacaf? and yeah, in Concacaf. In Concacaf. In Concacaf. Player. In, I have a player in Bayern. Plays pretty good. I'm pretty sure he's Concacaf. Yeah, but he's he's a no. he's a left back, Rob. I'm talking about center defensive midfield. Oh, you're just talk- yeah. <laughs> talking. About- oh, just for midfielders. Yeah, just top- midfielders. I, thought you just meant- I thought you just meant a top six player. A top six. No, player no, no. I'm talking about. Yeah, no, 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 no. In Concacaf, he's like Alvarez is probably like t- like top ten, but like it's it's the top ten is like littered with a bunch of U.S. players and Afonso Davies and Jonathan David. That's it. And a couple, a couple Canadians. Leon Bailey. He's Jamaican. Isn't he? Isn't that Concacaf? Oh yeah, sure. Leon Bailey. Yeah, yeah, Leon <laughs> Bailey. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> pretty pretty yeah. sure Jamaica beat Canada. No, no, because you threw Canada. me off, Rob. Because you threw me off. You said oh, a couple Canadians. 
And Leon Bailey. I was like, Leon Bailey in Canadian? What are you talking about? Yeah, so Leon Bailey's probably top 10. You know, a couple of, you know, uh, Pulisic, yeah. um, Jonathan David, Alfonso Davies, Leon Bailey, uh, Weston McKinney. Um, and of Pulisic is yeah. top 10. He's yeah, in anyway. Cafe is. In Cafe is. Yeah. Oh, that's true. That is true. Yeah, okay. I'm talking about Concaf. You know, we're not we're not talking about it in the world. <laughs> Concaf, he's top five. <laughs> okay. Uh, next match, we're gonna go to St. James Park, uh, Newcastle, hosting Bournemouth. Uh, pretty entertaining first half. Uh, oh yeah. Dubravka, for as much shit as I have given that man has really turned it around at least the last few weeks. I think he's been very good. And he was terrific early on. Ah, uh, oh, man. I that's... almost got my prediction right, Rob. I almost mm-hmm. had it. I almost had it. Damn, you, you made, made a very Richard. good. You made a very good prediction, and we'll talk about that as well in a bit. Anyways, uh, the, the first goal uh, comes from a bit of a, a fluke. Uh, it was, I guess, a kind of, it was kind of uh, slippery conditions out there on the pitch. Uh, Dubravka has the ball passed back to him, uh, slips, trying to play it, and just so happens Dump Slanky was in the area. Dominic Slanky, man. This man is very good at scoring goals, and he's going to man. an absolute gift from there. Puts so it away. underrated. Yeah. Shortly after that, from a free kick, Fabian Scher's shirt is tugged on by Adam Smith while he's in the box. VAR decides that Michael Salisbury should go look at it, and then he upgrades it to the penalty. Uh, mm-hmm. Yeah. I don't know. I don't know about that one. Uh, mm-hmm. I think it's a, yeah, I think that's a little tight. I don't think VAR should have gotten involved. But I think if Salisbury should had it looked like he had a good enough look at it, if he had the, should have had the guts to call it, you know, all these other people say, oh, maybe you should call it. Then, yeah, just call mm-hmm. it. I'm sick and tired of you know, refs using VAR is like a, as like a, a crush. safety net. It's a yeah, they're scared. They're scared. Them. See, I want to point yeah. that out, Rob. Um, a lot of uh, when Afcon was going on, every time someone talked about the refs in Afcon, mm-hmm. it was always, "Oh my God, look how great they are!" Yeah, English referees are the absolute worst in the world. It's the biggest mm-hmm. league with the worst officiating. You know what? You know Top what? The bottom you know- the worst. England England needs to start doing what they've always been doing. They need to start importing some immigrants to do these jobs. Okay. Yeah, All right. That's right. You know, it, no do what you've always been doing. Go to Africa. I'm not no maybe okay, they I'm can't not, because of Brexit. You know they can't because of Brexit anymore. No, no, it's like I was gonna make a joke about colonialism. I don't want to do it. Oh boy. Wrong show. Wrong show. Yeah. So uh Anthony Gordon scores. The penalty, yes, uh, the penalty. it. Uh, <laughs> that's one. Semenyo uh, puts the cherries back on top, though. Uh, yes. With a nice low hard strike uh, from the top of the box to the bottom corner. And then as you were mentioning earlier, uh, Matt Ritchie comes on uh, for Almiron after 90 minutes and sends the Geordies home. Uh, well, happier, I guess. Uh, putting a tapping a rebound home. Uh, two minutes after coming on, they split some points at St. James Park. Uh, and so there you go. Neither yeah. Really oh, also too, Rob. I'm 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 rewatching the the penalty call, and mm-hmm. that that tug was egregious. It was it was yeah. it was it was, it was, it was bad. Then, 
then then call it then call it yeah. if you'll watch if you'll watch there's people grabbing onto people every time it's like yeah. holding a football there's people grabbing yeah. all the time and it just like there's just no consistency if no, there is a call, there is call it. it every time call it call it every time if you're because like no because the thing is you know, call it is, so. no it's funny is you know i'm not a big fan of newcastle it shouldn't like, be a sub- enjoy- it shouldn't be a subjective it shouldn't be a yeah. subjective fault and, you know personally i enjoy them getting screwed over because you know what they did to us um yeah Another Newcastle player was, he was grabbing. He was grabbing the Bournemouth player. He grabs him, tugs him away, then tries and then gets behind him, like gets in front of him. So like you, you, so that grab is forgiven, but the grab in the back, when you're, when he grabs Dan, was it, was it Cher? Cher. Him and Dan, him and and Dan burn, burn a tall men. So So, and then you see them grab Cher, but you, but you forgive the grab by. I'll see Bruno Gramesh literally grabs the back of the jersey so he, he can get in front of the player. Of course, it's Bruno Gramesh. Of course, it's Bruno. Of course. So like either you, you, Gimaresh. Yeah, man. He's something else. So yeah, man. It's you. What's it? What's his face? What's it? What's his face? The the leader of the refs. What's his face? Um, supposedly oh, the. Oh, the- the what's yeah, the, 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 the famous ref? What's his name? On, the one that the one that has to keep going on TV to apologize? Yeah, to apologize for, how bad our refs are. PGMOL or whatever. Yeah, yeah. yeah. Apparently, the, yeah. Well. Like I'm sorry, Howard Webb. Howard there Webb. Him. Do you have any self respect? I feel like this man has no self respect because you clearly right. see these these refs that you are in charge of training suck. And you keep talking about how you have credibility and you go on these channels and try to, you know, they're all blah, fluff. Blah. They're all fluff, though. Like the, the media and the referees, I'm pretty sure, have like an understanding and an yeah. agreement between themselves. Yeah, yeah, like, like no yeah, hard hitting yeah. questions. He has no, I'm I'm sorry, he, he ain't got no self respect. No, he ain't got no self respect. You know, Mark Clattenburg got more self respect. The checks cash. That's all he gives a shit. About. That's all, man. You know, because they, they may be ruining the sport, but. At least they're making money. Getting paid. Now, because Mark Clattenburg, he was on ESPN FC a couple of times when these horrible, like, when we were talking about Wolves, when Wolves got screwed over like three times in the early part of the season where they should have gotten some draws and some victories. First game of the season. First game where Onana kills a man. Um, Mm -hmm. And, you know, Mark Clattenburg, you know, he he did some ref talk on ESPN FC, like, you know, you all expect to do. But then he kind of, like, lamented and, like, kind of revealed his truth and said, yeah, man, that that was a bad job by them. And they they weren't very good. At least Mark Clambert has some semblance of self-respect. You know what I mean? Like, you know, like the only two refs I really care for, you know, I may not agree with all of them. It's, you know, it's it's Christina Uncle of CBS Sports and um and Mark Clantenberg. Sometimes I'm like, I don't agree. I don't agree, but I see your points, but I don't agree. And, you know, sometimes Christina Uncle's like, that's the rule. You may hate the rule, but that was the rule that was written. She may not agree with the rule. But this was the rule she was given. And she has to implement it. And she sometimes she's like, I don't agree with the rule. I think they need to rewrite it. But the rule is the rule. Until we rewrite it, that's the way we have to do it. So I kind of agree with her on that. But like overall, man, Howard Webb and the PGMO, they have no self-respect. They ain't got no self-respect. Yeah. Too much uh, money at the line while you're playing having amateur amateur refs. Dog. It's ridiculous. It's ridiculous. Okay. Let's move on. Because it's a, you sound like you could l- use a little pick-me-up here first. Yes, I would. So, the next match we're going to talk took place at the Turf Moor. 
Burnley. That was not a match. Arsenal. Well, that's unfair. That's unfair. Burnley gave Arsenal all they could handle <laughs> for for three minutes. For three minutes. Yeah, three minutes. Three minutes. And then the fourth minute, Martin Odegaard scores, and it's all over from there. It wasn't. It's over, man. It was. It was. Yeah. It was pure, unmitigated domination. Yeah. Well, it was. I'm gonna say this. The 39 in the 39th minute. Trossard goes to the box and throws himself up into the ground. He wasn't touched. They still called a penalty on him. I thought that was egregious. Egregious should never have been called, but, or at least it should have been reviewed and reviewed smartly and saying like, like, yeah, sure. The, uh, uh, I'm sorry. I'm trying. Oh yeah. It was a uh, Lawrence Asinio. Asinio's leg was kind of there. Uh, but yeah, uh, Trossard had already uh, lost control of the ball. And then, just jump. He was never touched. He was never touched. He just jumped to the ground. So whatever. You know, it was like in the long run, it wasn't going to change the results of this match in the slightest. I just thought, ah, come on, have a little more self-respect in that. But it, you, you must have thought it was a very good penalty. I can live with it. <laughs> Anyways, two <laughs> the the, the aforementioned Bakayo Saka. Yeah. He has to go up. And put the another one on the board. Saka scores again. James Bro, Trafford, man, guessed right. He guessed yeah, right. That's, I, was, I was just about to say. Yeah. He just, he just missed. Just he made just it. missed. Yeah. He was, yeah, he, yeah. He had everything down. He just, just missed it. Needed a little, he needed another inch or so, a little, another inch or so, and he would have mm -hmm. been fine. That's what she says. So, uh, second half. I can see why he's the, the future of English goalkeeping. He's going to be very good. Mm -hmm. He's just on such a bad team, but he's going to be very good. Yeah. Uh, someone's going to look. Someone's going to look out and and buy him for an enormous amount of money. But they're going to be happy with the money spent. Now, mm -hmm. uh, and who knows who could it be? It could be you guys. It could be you guys. It could be. I don't see Liverpool going there. Nah, I think Mikel enjoys Villa, his. Villa finish. doesn't need to do it. I don't think Chelsea has the room for him. Well, Chelsea. I think. Yeah, I don't know. Chelsea. I'll say this, man. Chelsea. And Eastern European goalkeepers, they go hand in hand. They go hand in hand because I think I like you guys. I think I like yeah, I think kid. you guys found somebody, man. I think you guys found somebody in a, a Georgi Petrovic. Um, I mm -hmm. usually I usually compliment where he comes from, but I will not be complimenting MLS anymore because MLS are run by a bun bunch of dirt bags. Um, but you know, I, I digress. Yeah, I said it. I'm I'm a, I'm I'm gonna keep it, man. I'll say this, man. US USA soccer. They are they are a disgrace. That's all I gotta say is you, you are a disgrace. Um, but yeah, man, Georgi Petrovic, um, Serbian, Peter Czech from from the from Czechia, Eastern European yeah, goalie yeah, for, yeah, for Chelsea. Czechia now, I guess, yeah. Yeah, yeah. it's Czechia. They call it Czechia. Maybe like maybe the, the greatest uh, uh goalkeeper in the history of uh the Premier League. Probably is. No, well, you know what? You know, I'm gonna say that right now. Yeah, Peter Czech is probably the greatest. Of all, of all time. You're not going to disrespect David Seaman. You're not going to disrespect David Seaman like that. One season, he only gave up 15 goals. I think it was. So, yep, pretty good. Anyways, uh, was well, he had a he, well, he had a monster back four. So, mm -hmm. yep, that's true. Helps out. Uh, yes, but yeah, he still made that save. It's still, you know what? Screw Chelsea. We're talking about Arsenal here. What's wrong with you? Talking about Arsenal. 
I tried to sneak in more Chelsea talk. We'll be talking about no. them in a sec. So, uh, next half starts is Saka again. Uh, with his right. And, with his right and what a what a shot! What a direct to the top of the net. Like that thing is uh, off his boot and it, it, it right in front of Trafford. Somebody mm-hmm. on his hip. Boom! It's in. Uh, it's, it's the third goal, and then uh, your old pal uh, Leandro Trossard gets oh, one boy. for himself. Him. That in the sixty-six. And to round out the scoring, Bears, the timid deer. The timid. No, he, no lo- he, he no longer timid. No, he's getting. Get, no, he's he still is. His face, it's the way his face is. And the way it's kind of the way he runs too, with his legs so close together. Yeah, yeah. Uh, anyways, a long, it's a long throw uh, from Kivier. Jakob uh, gets him down the wing. Greatest yeah, test by puts it, in, puts it into the box and makes a fantastic move on uh, Hans Del Qua. Oh, yeah. Right, right gets between his, his legs. Yeah, Gets his fifth for Arsenal, uh, and who are now second in the league, Ferris. Mm-hmm. Uh, he's got a six-goal cushion at this point on City after yep. scoring 11 in the last two weeks, not giving up any. Uh, City still has to play their game, but uh, uh, Arsenal, very good, very good showing today, very good showing the last two weeks, and they look like a scoring machine. Oh, yeah, I'm, I'm very happy the way they're playing. Um, I think they're playing the way Mikel wants to play um, with Leandro Trossard playing him and him and Kai Havertz. What, what him and Kai Havertz do is they're both playing center forward where they interchange and flow. And, the, and, and they kind of play the – so when Kai plays, he plays the, the proper center forward, the proper nine. But when Trossard's in the game, he becomes more false nine. So he drops back. And they flow because because they come from center midfield and they flow back and forth and they kind of just like flow off each other. And then you have uh, Saka coming off the right side. Then you have Martinelli coming off the left and Odegaard just creating. He's just creating. You know, a lot of a lot of um. And he's looked. This is his Martin his Odegaard. best match and and quite some time. He looked very good. Martin o- Martin Odegaard has been the key early on in the season. He what me I think me and Adil were talking about. It. He hasn't been playing. Hasn't been playing. Like last year's Martin Odegaard, he needs to find his way. He kind of started out slow. He still, and then the past when when it became January first, twenty twenty four. Martin Odegaard has gone full speed, all gas, no breaks. Um, he, I think he has. He's at the point has created over seventy chances in the Premier League, and which makes perfect sense because he he's out. In a situation, I think I would only take one midfielder over him. And that's KDB. You know, because mm. when you know Man City KDB is a monster, you know, unlike you know, international KDB, where you know he he just hates, <laughs> you know, <laughs> he just hates <laughs> but like like club KDB is bar none one of the best. It's it's it's, it's without a doubt. Mm. But age. Eight, if we're in counting age, I would still take Martin Odegaard because Martin Odegaard is only 24. It's only 24. And it's amazing. And he's he's playing great. He he captain is the he club. Is, he's no, he's not a captain. He's captain. Okay. Oh, I forgot. You know, you know, because you know, I, I learned how to say captain in Norwegian. Um, so shot captain. Uh so yeah, he's been playing great. Uh, but two of the biggest talking points of all season have been number 29. Kai Havertz and our goalie David Raya. Forgot I forgot David Raya's number. Um, 
he, th- that's the only co- probably David Raya. David Raya has been playing great. He leads the he leads the Premier League in clean sheets. He's been playing out of his mind. He has he has started like breaks for us to let lead the goals. His distribution, his his vision when he gets the ball, where he grabs and goes. He grabs the ball. He's looking up and he like big fan of big fan of Aaron Ramsdale. The passion, the love, everything that comes out of him. But we can clearly see that David Raya has a skill set. Mikel Arteta thinks Aaron Ramsdale doesn't have either yet or will never get. And that's why David Raya started. Is there uh is it an option to buy at the end of the uh, loan spell for Raya, or is it uh, it's a yes. They, they it's an option to buy. buy. It's an op. It's a. It's a. It's an option to buy. The I think that the so initially it it was a deal. Initially it was a deal, yeah. but then it became a loan where it's a three million dollar loan with a twenty four million dollar option. It would be twenty seven million dollars. So because the initial deal was a twenty seven million dollar deal, right. so they went they went three into twenty four. Basically, you know, Edu Gaspar becoming, you know, the warlock he is. Shout out to Edu finding Gabriel Martinelli from a second division Brazilian team. You're like, who, who is this kid? You know, you know, um, and people talking about like, oh, you you threw away sixty five million dollars. It's not looking like it. It's not looking like it. He has a job, Kai Havertz, and he's doing his job well. Mikel Arteta's like, I'm giving you your job. Do your job. And he's been doing his job. Same with David Raya. There's a way we play our offense. When when you get the ball, you look forward, you find someone, you start the break. And if no one's open, hold it, then find somebody. You know, but he has been the he has gotten a lot of hockey assists where he throws it forward. He like I remember in the Liverpool game where he kicks it to Gabriel Martinelli cuz he knew Gabriel Martinelli's going to cook Trent Alexander-Arnold cuz we all know we enjoy Trent Alexander-Arnold playing um, left back. I enjoy it. I thoroughly enjoy it. I think it's amazing because he sucks. You know what I mean? He's not very good. So Gabriel Martinelli hunts him down and he kills him. So he kicks it, long balls it. He murders the man. Yeah, well, you know, hypothetical situation. Hypothetically, he like he he plays like the old school Rob, where it's like the long ball, where he yeah. completely bypasses everyone in the midfield. He's like long ball, and he kicks it straight to Martinelli. Because he knew Martinelli was open, and he knew Trent Alexander-Arnold wasn't going to do anything. And it did. And then we led to a goal. It led to a goal. Are that, you that, saying that's that what Trent Alexander-Arnold performed poorly on defense? No. He, he's great. They, they should leave him there. They should <laughs> they leave him there. Huh? They should definitely leave yeah. him there. They should never play him they at midfield right like England middle. does. Mm-hmm. You know, he should play center back. I think he should play center back. Mm-hmm. And I think Ibrahim Akinate is not very good either. Um, but yeah, man. The two men who've been talking points, Raya Havertz, they're no longer talking points. There's no like I I I, I watch the ESPN feeds, I, I watch the CBS feeds, all the mainstream media fields, they no longer are talking about it. Because it doesn't matter anymore. Because couple, Mikel Arteta was right. Huh? A couple goals that always seem to relax people. When he wasn't scoring, mm-hmm. it was it was a story, but now that he's got a couple yeah. goals and everyone can relax a little bit. Yeah, exactly. Because they thought his 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 job was to score goals. It's not. He played like he didn't score was, a single goal. It was for his it was for his last club. And he was exactly it was for your not not our club. We don't need him to score goals. He's not our goal scorer. He can score yeah. goals if he wants, but that's not the job 
Mikel Arteta was from like he's not gonna he's not gonna say no to goal scoring. Oh yeah, he's not gonna no, yeah, he's not. But get your point. Yeah, yeah, but that's not Mikel's like that's not it's like if you score a goal, good. But that's not why. Because like if you think about it, he played great against Liverpool. The movement, pulling the center backs, splitting the center backs, making the center backs have to play forward. He didn't score a single goal. No one, no one, everyone knew he played great. That's why everybody on the mainstream unit never brought him up, even though he didn't score a goal, because they knew he played great. And if they said he didn't play great, they would just look like a, a massive hater. They would look like Jamie Carragher or Gary Neville. But, you know, that's their that's their brand and that's their shtick. They're they're very biased people. And it's fine. You know, I expect them to be biased. They're 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 one club men. They're not like they're different type of pundits where most of the pundits have played for more than one club. You know, like Roy Keane, Michael right. Richards, you know, even Rio Ferdinand, even though he's an, an imbecile saying Bukayo Saka is not world class. But 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 apparently Phil Foden is because he scored two goals against FC Copenhagen. Ooh. Ooh. Um, but yeah. I guess so. You know, Manchester United did it. So it doesn't really matter. You know? Mm. At at FC Copenhagen, I think. Well, no, no. It was that many. But that's the point I'm trying to make here. Mom, like, the stories, the stories that we're talking about, they don't exist anymore. They got to find, they got to find a new story. And that's why they caught the, oh, they're over-celebrating story. When they're just celebrating yeah, like every other ridiculous. person. Yeah, yeah. Like I remember, I think when we talk about the Brighton game where Ber- Roberto Zerbi, he did a fist bump. Why isn't everyone saying he's copying Jurgen Klopp? Because apparently Jurgen Klopp created the fist bump, guys. And apparently what? Liverpool, oh, yeah. Oh, yeah. apparently, yeah, hey, Snark, apparently, Liv- apparently Liverpool created celebrating goals and celebrating with your fans, apparently. I didn't know this. For them. Arsenal, Arsenal, amazing. Love, love, love them all. Mikel Arteta, you're my guy. Um, I got nothing to say. Great movement. Um, Bukayo Saka using his right foot a little bit more. Uh, that's my star boy. We have we we have a lot of injuries, so our 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 depth is really like waning. Um, we have Porto this week. Um, so yeah, we gotta be gotta be careful. Yeah, you know, if you want to stop. Teams from celebrating quit letting them score on you. That's all I'm gonna say. Absolutely. That's all you right. have to do. Okay. You have a chance, you have the chance to stop it every week. Okay. Let's move on to a better team, a better looking team. Maybe not better on the, you know, on the in the table or anything like that, but probably you mm-hmm. smell better. Uh Chelsea Football Club had definitely to go doesn't up, smell better. Had to go up to Manchester and take on the junior Manchester team, had to take on City at the Eddie had where they hadn't lost. They haven't. They, they had won twelve straight matches in all competitions. I have to add in all competitions. Now uh, it's Cole Palmer's first game back. Uh, of course, big signing for Chelsea. Probably the most successful signing of all these uh, close to a billion dollars worth of players they've had. I think Cole Palmer is probably the mm-hmm. brightest looking star. Although things are starting to come together for this quad slowly and they you are know, incredibly young they are incredibly young still like the man my my irritation my irritation of nbc sports like look at cole palmer you know 10 goals cole palmer yeah like literally like six of them are penalties like what are we doing here like what are we doing they all count like they all count yeah i'm, but I'm pretty sure Saka scored a goal the other day that counted they all count yeah but you know uh, but he also he also scored but, one from open play so let's, let's be but he's, but he's, all, 
he's also assisting like crazy. He is involved in uh Cole Palmer was, is just British version of Nicholas Pepe. Yeah, whatever. Oh my gosh. Uh Cole Palmer, of course, 20 years old as well. Already scored more goals than anybody on Chelsea last year, including yeah. the timid deer who was supposed to do it. Now, uh first half we go. And Chelsea just played well. They were incredibly good in this first half. Probably should have had more goals. Thing is, we have a player called Nicholas Jackson. And I've okay. talked about hey, him. Rob, I have a question about Nicholas Jackson. I have a question about Nicholas Jackson, yeah. Rob. Yeah. So I, I'm seeing the lineup on Google, and it, and, and it has him in the striker position. But on the NBC he, coverage, they had him on the wing. Yeah, well, that's where he was. Uh, I think that's where he was supposed to be playing was the wing. No, no, because he played uh, no in the game. He played the wing been, because he's been playing better out on the wing. Yeah, no, because he got the assist with uh with with uh um, got the assist with uh, with yeah. Sterling, but he was also put in all alone. It at net, just Ederson to beat. He can't round anybody. He can't mm -hmm. go around a goalkeeper. He had to put it in. Plus, he stumbles. Like when he gets to that moment, he gets to that moment, and he has any bit of time, he's gonna he's gonna fumble this. Mm -hmm. He's gonna he's gonna he's gonna screw it up. And of course, he did it. But yeah, he can pass the ball, and so you're coming down on another one. Chelsea on the counterattack were absolutely terrific. All game, they were terrific. They could run past City, which is a problem. And not and this is not surprising. We've talked about City's back line. They're they big, good stuff like that, but they're big. They're, they're big they're and big, they're not very slow. Fast. They're big and clunky. They're big yeah, and clunky. Their yeah, you can also, but you can say like, uh, like for some reason, Kyle Walker, uh, like uh, Nicholas Jackson's going down, uh, Nathan Aki picks him up. For some reason, Kyle Walker breaks off of Sterling, goes towards Jackson. The ball comes in. It's it's to the inch perfect. Kyle Walker comes back and because of the way because of the way Sterling runs. Kyle Walker was able to catch up, but he, he runs he runs past Sterling. Sterling just stops, moves back in a little bit, Rouse. rounds the ball, rounds the ball past Satterson. Chelsea take the lead into halftime, and mind you, Erling Holland's on the pitch, and in the first half alone, probably missed three very good chances. Wasteful. Just they were missed. wasteful. They were wasteful in the final third. Yeah. Wasteful in the final third. Yeah. Very like one little tap in towards uh, uh Petrovic, uh, who makes mm -hmm. an easy save. Uh uh two headers, one goes over, one goes wide. That's just in the first half. And he makes a whole bunch more. Like he was this may have been his worst game in the city shirt. I think he was frustrated. I think Chelsea's oh. back Chelsea's back line was terrific. Axel Tazassi uh, made sure that he did have the end. very good chance. Well, even that, I'll go to. I'll talk about that at the end too. Like they were inviting the pressure at the end. They sub mm -hmm. off anybody with, who was playing uh, offensively, except for Nkuku. But what's Nkuku going to do when we move to a back five against City? They're just inviting the pressure. They played prevent defense fairs. How many times have you and I just talked? But American football, how much do I hate prevent defense? What are you preventing? I hate, preventing it. I hate it with all my heart. They should have just stayed. They should have just stayed because their defense was great throughout the entire time. should have just stayed. Don't, if it ain't broke, don't fix it. Keep it doing. It wasn't broke. Axel, yeah, exactly. Exactly. Axel Dezasi 
Played phenomenally. Was, and Rob, I, look, I think I wrote Levi, in my notes. Levi Colwell, Colwell beside him was terrific. Yeah. Malo Gusto, again, just 20 years old, had Doku on his pocket all game. You, you only heard of oh, that's, Phil Foden's that's not, name maybe once. You know what? Let's, well, Doku, it's, not, it's, it's, very, it's, you know, it's very easy to put Jeremy Doku in your back pocket if you're not, if you're not 80. You're not like 36, okay? Like Jeremy Doku oh against God. a 36-year-old fullback, cooking you. Jeremy Doku against a fullback his age, ain't that good. Like, like that's he had he had one game of four assists against who? Who was that four assist game against? I can't I remember. remember. That was just not long, exactly that was not long after. Signed yeah, but then when assist. exactly, but then when you when he starts facing his fullbacks who are fully matured grown men who aren't old like. You know, like someone named like Benjamin Blanco, Benny Blanco, mm-hmm. back pocket. You know what I mean? Malo Gusto. He's twenty years old. He's maturing. Like that's the thing with Chelsea. That that that's why I'm like you shouldn't really fire Mauricio Pochettino yet because you gave him a bunch they're of teenagers. Going. You yeah, gave him a bunch of teenagers. To. Exactly. You gave him a, like they're the starting... oldest person. Who's the oldest person yeah. on your team, Rob? Raheem Sterling. Yeah. And he's not Seattle that old. Silver. He's like what? Yeah, yeah, yeah. He's does he still start? He didn't start this game. No, no he's been injured. Yeah. Uh, so that so that's how. But uh, I think he's going to be used mostly after. He has not looked great. Like he, over the last uh, like beginning of the year. Uh, he's oh, Rob, you're he telling me he's looking like a forty year old. He's very. He's starting to now. At the beginning Look of the year, no. But now he's on the slide or whatever. He won't be resigned after this year. I think he's going to go play another year, maybe two in Brazil, which is good. But he's also getting his coaching certificate, which is also good. Yeah, but he has to learn the language if he wants to be in England anymore because uh, he is not a very good English speaker. No, that's why I keep telling people, man, with great, great athletes in any sport, the decline is rapid. It 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 hits you right like. It hits you like that. Hockey. You know I mean, you just, hockey. You can look at Ovechkin right now too. He was on yeah, pace. He should have he should be breaking Gretzky's goal record. He isn't going to, guys. He is not going to do it. Exactly. No, I like you know good good on the and y'all are playing like I think early on y'all were playing like a back three, like a weird back three with some fullbacks. Now you're back to a proper back four with you know with no wing backs. Like they are fullbacks. Um, Nicholas Jackson was inches away from murdering Enzo Fernandez. When Enzo Fernandez just basically jumps and takes the ball from Nicholas Jackson, and he's like, "What are you doing?" But you know, you I, think, I'm kind of like, "You think Jackson would put that ball on net either?" Like Jack, no, Nicholas but, Jackson thinks quite highly of himself if he, if he was going to make you know that try. You know, good for he him. Not, he was but, not good. But yeah, no, have the passion and stuff like that, but put balls on net. No, no you're right, Rob. Enzo's, but Enzo's is, been scoring. No, but Enzo. But the thing is, Enzo is Enzo took the ball and kicked it out of bounds when Nicholas Jackson had. Already was face up to the goal. Could he have made it? Probably not. He but give him, give him the, the shot. Half before he, he had the half in the, in the half yeah. before he was all yeah. alone and bottled it. Exactly. He bottled it. So yeah, no, I, I don't blame. And so there is. It's like we should at least get a try with this because yeah. Son Jackson's boot. Who knows? You know. Yeah. Yeah, man. Yeah. Yeah, that's what I'm saying. Oh, and you I know, just want to say about the goal, about the the tying goal comes late. Yeah. Chelsea held that lead for 40 minutes. Uh, mm-hmm. With constant pressure coming and stuff, with the occasional breakout, which were good, like I said, but you know they were offside and one and stuff like that. Yeah, it'll happen. Uh, uh, yeah, it's Rodri. Uh, Trevor Again. Chalaba got to come on. Trevor Chalaba gets to come mm-hmm. on for the first time all year. 
10 minutes later, he has a ball go off his hip. I don't know if he was trying to move the hip to block it or something like that, but ball goes off his hip into the top of it. Looked like if he didn't touch it, Petrovic was there to make the save too, which is too bad. But of course, there would have been a rebound because that ball was hit pretty hard. No, but who see, knows? Here's what, no, but here's my issue, Rob. Yeah. He throws his hip into it. Mm-hmm. He throws his hip into it. My issue is always this with defenders when they th- you know there's a chance if you throw your hip, there's going to be a deflection into the net or somewhere close to the net. If you know where the ball's going, throw your body into it. Like, throw your, like, don't throw your hip. Take it to the nuts. Yeah. Sacrifice yourself. You got to sacrifice. But you also have to sing. This guy did. hasn't played nearly a year. So, yeah. Uh, you know, I think those instincts are just gone and stuff like that. Like, speaking of gone, I don't expect Trevor Chalabot to be around. After the end of this year, either anyways. So, yeah, it was too bad. Uh, I think uh, Chelsea uh, gets a much-deserved point um, to say that uh, I don't think we... You just can't uh, close, we're three, We were three, three points, but, yeah, mm-hmm. our biggest need is a striker. We like, we yeah. know this. We know this very much. Um, I don't think they're going to go after uh, Osman. I think it's just too much money. I don't think I don't think he acquitted himself very well in uh, Afcon either. He only got one goal through his games, I believe. Yeah, well, he was no, not. He was not Rob, great. Rob. I'm, I'm gonna be honest with you. Mm-hmm. Don't judge players on Afcon, okay? Because Afcon, oh, no, no, no. I'm, is, I'm, is, I can also judge it just by watching him play in Syria. It's just. Oh yeah, yeah it's, it's just, he he's che- he's know. checked out. He's checked out. Yeah. He doesn't. Want, he, I think he was an interview with Morning Footy. Um, where he says he already knows where he's gonna be next year. Yeah, he thinks he, he's he's checked out. He's done. He, he's not. He's not staying in Naples. He's done. He's checked. Yeah. He's checked out. Yeah. He's done. He's yeah, he's checked out. Rich. It's it's over. They, yeah. they, Napoli fired their uh, their second manager of the year. Now they're on their third manager of the year. Victor Osman knows where he's going. Yeah, Victor Osman knows where he's gonna be next year, and it's not gonna be Naples. It's gonna be somewhere else. He's he's done. He's done. And personally, I I just don't know. I just don't know if he's the guy for Chelsea. I don't think he's going to Chelsea. I have a theory. I have a theory that he's going to Real Madrid because I don't think they, K- they Killian keep, and Mbappe they keep finding money for yeah, they keep finding money for people. So it wouldn't surprise. I don't me. think. I don't think because his thing about Killian and Mbappe Mbappe for a lot of money. He has no no. Here's the thing. He has he has main. Main character syndrome. It's got to be. He's got to be the guy, and he's not going to play a position that is already occupied by Vinny Vinny Junior. You're going to have to move Vinny Junior somewhere, and Vinny Junior is going to be like, "But I'm 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 the left wing." And like, and then you got like, there's reports. He's already told people he's leaving. There's some reports that a couple people in Real Madrid don't like. The clubhouse, the guys in the clubhouse say we know where he's going. Yeah, listen. They they know, they know. It's they know Spain. They know. Yeah. Like, make no mistake. And it's gonna, gonna be Genoa. That's what it's gonna be. Girona. He's gonna he's Liverpool. gonna play in Girona. Watch watch him say, "Oh, I'm, I'm going to AC Milan," and be like the rebirth the rebirth of AC Milan. I'm gonna um I'm gonna take my talents to Miami. He's gonna he's yeah gonna go play. I'm going to he's gonna go play with his buddy going, Messi again. Exactly. But yeah, man. <laughs> um. You're right, Rob. You guys need a nine. Cole Palmer, Nico, Nico Jackson are not the Cole Palmer's a winger. Yeah, he's you a, know, he's a winger. 
Nick Nicholas Jackson looks good on the wing. I'll say he's, he has a place on the wing. We just keep yeah. having a lot of wingers. Like Mudrick has to get loaned out at like over the summer. Has to. No, Mudrick yeah. needs to be he's not even, he's not even he's not even featuring anymore. How yeah, because like, how do you, you sell him now? You can't yeah, sell him. That's the problem you is to, you, you have to loan him. The thing is, you gave him an eight-year deal. That's the problem with all these. You can't sell none of these players. Y'all gave them eight-year deals. You see the talent. The talent's there. You just can't get it together. You're so fast. What talent? What are you talking about? What talent? He, he can score. Some, he can score. He can score some. Oh wow! He just because he scored like, a because he scored a goal for Shakhtar Donetsk in in use in UCL, he has talent now. Man, get out of no, here! No, man, he never. He'll be fine. He'll be fine. Up until the All last right. couple of games, he was doing better than a certain Manchester United player who seemed to have turned up. But yeah, he's yeah. And he's not getting any opportunities. He's not getting, he's not, I was going to say uh, uh, Rasmus Hoyland. But uh, yeah, he's, uh, yeah, he's he's not getting any minutes. He has to play with people who can't get him the ball. Uh, that entire side. But you're a, you're a winger. You don't need someone to go get you the ball. You go get the ball. See that? This, see, this, the, this you're is not, the one. You're not supposed to get, the, you're supposed to take, he's supposed to run back to the touchline, get the ball and bring it all the way up. Someone has to get him the ball. Ben Chilwell no. can't. You're right. Well, Rob, that's what that's where it comes where your your two hundred and fifty million dollar midfield. Yeah. Well, Give even that, like the bat, like the guys on the defensive line, are like, it's like like you got to get it up. You got to get yeah. it up there, and they just don't. It was Cucurella there before and stuff like that. He couldn't do it either. Where is Mark Cucurella? So, hurt. He's oh. hurt like everybody else. You talk about injuries. Yeah, we got all kinds of guys hurt. I don't know if he's ever going to put the blue shirt on again. Tell you the truth, they're gonna probably try and move him. Is it Cucurella or Cucurella? Cucurella, but uh, yeah, you have to. Uh, I don't know how you're gonna. How well, you all I'll say is this, Rob. Game. You guys, you guys did Liverpool and Arsenal a great service. Yeah, you know, welcome. shout out to you know Liverpool and Man City legend Raheem Sterling helping out his former club Liverpool. All right. Yeah. Strange way that he runs. Nobody yeah, runs like Raheem. It, it, yeah, oh it's like no, like no way. And it helps Arsenal. You like know, they create to, some trying to keep his balance. Yeah, so, so they create some distance. So it's about four points from two to two to three, two points from one to two, and it's four points from one to three. So it's a City still does, a close race. City does have a, they have a game in hand, which they're they have a game in hand. Tuesday. Yes, yeah, they play they tomorrow play. against. Well, today they play today. It's Brentford today. Uh, yeah, uh, yes, as we're recording, we still don't know the mm -hmm. uh, still don't know results. the result. So, yeah, Man City so could be, be second, uh, be part of our predictions for next week. Yeah, City could be second by the time this airs. Yeah. Uh, of course, uh, a draw and stuff like that puts everything into weird positions. Arsenal do hold a tiebreaker on them as we speak, anyways. Mm -hmm. Let's move on quick, uh, to good old. Sheffield United and Bramall Lane. Uh, has any team ever been pumped like this at home this often? The answer is no. Uh, Sheffield United lose 5-0 to Brighton. Mm -hmm. Deservedly so after what Absolutely. happened. We'll talk about it in a, in a sec. They have had 25 matches this year. Yep. They have given up 65 goals. Makes sense. They're averaging close to three goals a game. Uh, by far, the worst defensive record in the history of the Premier League. So let's go into it. Uh, and actually, to start the match, they weren't too bad. You know, a couple uh, early 
chances. I wouldn't say it's like great eight chances, but they had a couple of early chances. My 11 minutes in, Mason mm-hmm. Holgate produced maybe the worst tackle in recent Premier League history. What, uh, what, what an imbecile. It's like a drop kick to Karu Matoma's knee, just above the knee, not even low. He gets up just above the knee. If, and his right leg had just gone out of the way. If that hit his right leg, it would have been square on the knee, and we would have talked. Uh, it could have been a catastrophic injury for Matoma and Brighton. But uh, he manages uh, with just the uh, big mark on his inside of his left leg. He's automatically set off. It's a red card challenge. No problem. Now, I have to find the name. Oh, yeah. A guy on his back line. Amel Amahad Zolzik. His partner back there. Went on after uh, the game to Sky Sports talking about how he didn't think it was a red card fence at all. But then he had to preface it by saying, I didn't, we haven't seen a replay yet, but I'm pretty sure that was not a red card offense. It's like, buddy. You, do you have a treat in store for you? Because that was absolutely brutal. So from there, there was no challenge left in Sheffield United, and they revert back to Sheffield United. Porous, they're like a sieve for goals. Uh, Buonanote puts one just over, just over the line, uh, 20 minutes in. Danny Welbeck scores four minutes later. There's a lot of confusion on the first goal because they were like, is it a goal? Is it not a goal? Because I, I was looking at the replay, Rob, and it felt like there was a little bit of um goalie interference where like they they grab the oh, goalie. The, yeah, yeah. They gra- yeah. so, someone grabs the goalie and he then has I to like he, evade I someone. He, I thought I thought he ran into his own player. No, no, it was he was surrounded by um he was all surrounded by uh by it was all green. It was all Bright, green. Brighton. Yeah. Yeah, it was just all and green. It, that ball just made it over to you. It was mm-hmm. just over. Anyways, they keep going. So, yeah, Denny Welbeck scores. Uh, and then, you, you want to talk unlucky, they get a little more unlucky because it looks like they could have scored just before halftime. But mm-hmm. VAR rules that Ben Osborne was offside. First, they were trying to look for uh, a different caller. I think they were looking at uh, uh, goalie interference or whatever, which there wasn't. But they mm-hmm. said that uh, Ben Osborne was offside. Because Vinicius Souza touched, there's a Vinicius Souza touch that went off one and all day, but that they said because of it wasn't a deliberate play when it deflected off Vinicius, that made him offside. It was the most confused wording I've ever heard, and I still don't understand. I think they were ripped off a goal. I think, uh, uh, yeah, I have no idea why that wasn't considered uh, a good enough goal, but. It wasn't, and it wouldn't have well, helped them. It would also too. Them. Also too. One of their players is legitimately grabbing a, the goalie. Like number twenty-three, yeah. that guy was grabbing Verger, um, Verb, Buggerman, Bugman, <laughs> for, for Prugen or whatever is it? Yeah, Ver, yeah, yeah. He was grabbing him, and it's like this wasn't an egregious disallowment. Like it, it sh- they shouldn't have called offsides because I don't think that was the egregious. The, the goalie interference was the egregious one where, like, the Sheffield United guy they grabs it. They cleared that right away. They cleared it right yeah, away. Yeah, like, which, no which, which was dumb because he literally is in his way grabbing him. It was just, it was just like the, um, the Brighton goal with, with, um, 
with uh who's the who's the guy who scored the bar with uh with Fukundo, like the Sheffield United guy, he he is being grabbed by the by the the Brian dude, but then he spins out, and as he's spinning out, he then runs into his teammate. But the initial you didn't call the initial grab. So like these yeah. goalies, I'm not gonna lie to you, man. These goalies got hosed. They got hosed. It <laughs> <laughs> both got hosed on on these goals. So they'll get over somehow. Yeah, they'll get that, over again. It. It did not define the games for them. So yeah, no. Yeah. Jack Robinson uh, didn't do his squad any favors. Decided to stick out a leg on a shot in. Of course, to flex off it into the net mm-hmm. for the OG, uh, and then uh, Simon Adingra. Rounding out the scoring, uh, two more goals. And then, yeah, uh, Brighton now up to seventh hey, spot. Shout out to Simone. Um, it's it's Simone, Simone Dingra, AFCON That's champion Simone Dingra. Just came back from yeah. AFCON with victory with Cote the Ivory Devoir. Coast. Cote oh, Cote, oh, yeah, Cote d'Ivoire. If we're going to be yeah, more technical. So Cote d'Ivoire with the victory in the AFCON with Simone Dingra. And um, shout out to um, you and know. Who- and, who is king of the Ivory Coast? The king of the Ivory Coast was the person who presented the Ivory Coast with the trophy, Mr. Uh, Didier Drogba. That's right. The best ever. Uh, now, Phoenix, uh, Phoenix rising owner and former player from the USL. Yeah. And played for Montreal for some reason. Uh, uh, we don't talk about the MLS. MLS. Yeah. No, 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 no. Uh, USL. No, also, Galata- Galatasaray. You can't forget that. Too. Shout out to Galatasaray. Shout out to Galatasaray. Yeah. Yo, Galatasaray, man. Turkey. No, just Galatasaray. All, right. okay, All I know is Galatasaray because they're legendary for beating Manchester United in that European competition back in the day. <laughs> well, the fans are not great either. All right. Let's oh, yeah, move they're on. Cra- they, yeah, they're crazy. Mm-hmm. Now, uh, Luton got to take on Manchester United. Oh my God! What a frustrating game! At the, Kenny, game, at the Kenny, yeah. Oh my God! What uh, a frustrating game. It's hard to win a game first when you immediately shoot yourself in the foot. Immediately, thirty seconds in, immediately, uh, Amari Bell. Like that goal was given. Like I'm sorry to rat. Like I'm sorry. I'm I'm, I'm sounding like a hater. That goal was given to Rasmus Hoyland. He did not earn that goal. That oh, goal is yeah. not earned whatsoever. And it's so yeah. irritating watching that shit, stuff like that. One of the and then be like, oh, look at Rasmus Holland. What a great. Scored. No. The yeah. easiest. Amari Bell just. What, I don't know what he was trying to do. Like, he wasn't even. He, back to the play and decides to do a sweeping pass. Yeah, what is uh, he doing? Out into, out into space. Like, he I doesn't think, think anybody else is going to be coming up for the ball. Like, uh, and just said it so meek. Was it Mengi? Like it, was it Mengi, Osho, or, or Bell? Which one was it? It was Bell. It was Amari Bell. It was Amari. Oh, Amari. God damn. Yeah. Yeah, just taps it. Uh, and, you know, Hoyland's like, okay, thanks. Uh, takes it in. Easily goes around. Kaminsky scores. That's 30 seconds. You're already up 1-0. Uh, yeah, not terrific. Not terrific at all. And then six minutes later, Luke Shaw's corner finds Alejandro Garnacho, who had a pretty good chance himself saved and stuff like that Kaminsky did have a good game like never mind the first six minutes uh anyways his shot directed squarely off of Hoyland's chest it looked like at first I thought he went right off his face and mm-hmm. then but he does look like he kind of twists it in and stuff like that it's a good if he you know if he meant it it was a real good job by uh, uh Rasmus 
Rasmus Hoyland. He gets two. Rasmus Hoyland now, the first, uh, the youngest player to ever score six straight games in the Premier League. Which is another weird stat that nobody gave a shit about before. No one gives a shit about that stat. No one cares. Nobody could care less. Uh, Oh, and Harry Styles at the game first. Harry Styles, one of the uh, 10,500. I wouldn't have known him. He stole Uh, a ticket from an actual soccer fan. I wouldn't have known if he stepped on my foot on the way no, to get a beer. I wouldn't either. At halftime. No idea. Until they showed him and say, like, oh, that's that guy. Okay, very well. Uh, so a brace for uh, Hoyland. Uh, Carlton Morris, of course, uh, getting one Gets back. Gets one back in the 13th. If, yeah, 13th or 14th minute. Uh, mm-hmm. He had some more deflection. Uh, uh, Tate Chong, shot goes off of a, a United foot right to his head and stuff like that. It's a good goal. But that's you know who the end it was? of the scoring. You know, like, you know what foot? You know whose foot it was? Yeah. It was Harry yeah. Maguire. <laughs> oh, there he goes. Harry Maguire uh, subbed at halftime. They made a couple subs at halftime just because of yellow cards and stuff like that. One of them, mm-hmm. Harry Maguire, he only played 45 minutes. Uh, so good chances for Luton in the second yeah, half. Yeah, that's, that's, that's what I had in my notes, man. It was a lot of missed chances for both teams. Both, both teams. teams. And it doesn't well, Kaminsky, help that. Kaminsky was an incredible stop on Garnett. Yeah, yeah. Um, but it looked like it didn't help right that uh, pre-game Elijah Adebayo got injured. That's yeah. why they had to start Carlton Morris. So Adebayo, they're 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 nine, who's phenomenal on set pieces. Who you know I should know because I was stung by him twice when Arsenal you know beat Luton Town at Kenilworth Road. It was two goals by Adebayo on set pieces, and I think they were missing that element of their game with that because during the set pieces they weren't very deadly like no one really cared um i believe in the 66th minute to sit like well the 30 well i want to talk about the 38th minute where i keep i keep I, I it's fun watching casemiro play in a league that's not spain and he's not wearing a real madrid jersey and every time they call a foul on him he just looks shocked like huh i can't believe it. can't believe it this isn't supposed to happen this isn't in the script what did you, you just pull out a red card yeah what is what is that what do you mean but yeah, like man, man, man don't know, man don't know how to play defense. All right, he just don't. And then you know, Albert uh, Sembi Lukongo. But they keep, they, they're success. They keep getting success. Like I still, oh yeah, it's crazy. It's crazy. And people still yeah. call for Ten Hag's hat. Yeah, like that's the thing, man. Like, I just, I just think people just don't like him. They just don't like him. Like it's, it's not an, even like like it's an yeah, because untrustworthy face. Yeah, it's just people just. He looks like a supervillain. He looks like a like a generic supervillain. He looks like he's about to steal yeah. the moon. You know what I mean? Like that. Like he wants to steal the moon. That's what it is. And and because people like Manchester, Manchester fans fell in love with Fergie and they love him. They love Fergie the the person. They they love him. They just don't like Eric Tenag. And you know what? I don't blame them. They just don't By like day, the guy. He's a meek mannered professional yeah. soccer club manager. By night. He's Doctor Terror, Moon Stealer. I like exactly. That. No, because no, because here's that. the thing too about Man United. The fans are finally realizing what does it feel to be like an actual English Premier team, an English Premier League team, yeah. where sometimes you have <laughs> horrible. Yeah, you don't get the calls for you. You mm-hmm. people are lambasting you in the media. People think your players suck. You know what I mean? Like, like. Like you aren't the cream of the crop anymore. Like 
you don't like I'm like the refs aren't scared of your manager anymore. Your refs kind of the refs kind of oh, laughing your manager. They don't exactly. even know if they knew that if they knew the truth, if they knew his secret identity and what exactly. he's done to steal the only sat, you know, natural salad of the earth. Exactly. Then maybe they maybe they No, exactly. So and in Manchester United fans, they're 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 in a crisis because they're like we used to win the league like like easiness like what is going on right now they they see a top four finish last year as a disgrace when most teams in the Premier League like oh a top four finish that's amazing you know what I mean Manchester United were they were the image of the Premier League for years they were like growing Back up when everything was in black and white yeah we, exactly in nineteen ninety three. Um, Specs. Rob, like growing up, Rob, I didn't know soccer. I didn't know it. I didn't know world soccer. I didn't know like I knew Man United, Barcelona, Real Madrid, AC Milan. That's what I knew. Those were the four teams that I knew growing up. And then you know I found out about Arsenal later on because of Thierry Henry, Chad UTD. Um, but those are the four teams. I didn't like. That's how that's how popular they were. That's how well known they were. And now the fans are like, what is going on? I feel regular. They they're they're mad that they feel like an average EPL fan. They're yeah, and they don't like good, it. That's a good look for them. It's a good look on them. Exactly. Anyways, they, they still won. They still, they still won. won. They still yeah. won. But yeah. it, but the thing they're only brought, three points behind Spurs for fifth now. Exactly. And now and now due to next year, that fifth spot is a Champions League spot. Because, 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 com- um, c- countries with high coefficients are going to get an extra, uh, an, an extra spot. So the fifth spot in your league is a Champions League spot, and number six is the Europa Europa League spot, and number seven is you know that shit competition that Don't David Moyes keeps. Oh, I think that's eight now. Because isn't there two Europa League spots? Oh, they're adding a they're adding a second one. I thought there, but anyways, it doesn't matter. Okay, when you get down that far, those, those like, no, no one, no one don't matter. They don't matter. They don't matter. They don't matter. Yeah, they don't matter. Yeah, exactly. Like, con- what is it? Europa Conference Conference League. Who the, goes the, to the, bed the, at night dreaming of the the night they win the no, Conference man. League, the Europa Conference League? If I hear someone say, no, "I can't wait," for, if I hear someone say, "I can't wait for European nights so I can win a Conference League title," I'll probably jump off a bridge. Exactly, buddy. It's time to go. Uh, just want to say Rob Edwards's uh, quote after the game, uh, after only four minutes awarded and stuff like that. Uh, uh, he says, uh, because Manu was up 2 1. That's why there was only four minutes awarded after the game. I do like that. Yeah. Well, also, be- two minutes. There's, there's a lot of people questioning the rest of the stuff like this and nothing happening to him. So, no, also, too, the, the crazy thing about this hard. game, Rob, this game should have been like 4 5. Like that's how much that's how much chances both teams had. This should have been a yep. a high scoring game, in especially with that stupid Alejandro Garnacho. I don't know what the hell he was doing on that breakaway where man's just an idiot. Okay, I'm I'm sorry, man's just an idiot. You know, I do enjoy that he fell down onto the grass afterwards and held a little private temper tantrum, feeling sorry for himself for a good minute. Yeah. So while the play was going back up the pitch, too, whatever Garnacho. Yeah. Okay, one more match to talk about this week. Uh, Everton Palace. Uh, before the match, Paris, uh, Roy Hodgson stepped down. He stepped he got down fired. as Palace. Yeah, fired. Yeah, he, he stepped down 
uh, to due to health issues. On his health, to, to, to focus on himself. They uh, somehow uh, immediately found his uh, successor in Oliver Glasner. Uh, no word. Gave him a contract what? to the end of uh, 2026. He won the Europa League, not the Conference League. He isn't that lucky. He won the one that's above that, Europa League, uh, with Eintracht in 2022. Uh, I believe they beat Rangers, Glasgow Rangers, to win that one. So uh, yeah, uh, he has an best, attacking. They won, they won the best loser competition. Yeah. yeah, they were the 65th best team in Europe. Yeah. So there you go. Uh, uh, so he has an attacking style. And they have players there. They got uh, Jordan Ayu, Michael Lise, if he stays. If he stays. And, uh, of course, uh, Eze in the fold. He can find success there. I mean, Crystal Palace. No. Now, here's the thing. Here's have, the thing about have, Crystal have, Palace. They have parts. They have parts. Here's the thing about Crystal Palace. Because this is the mm-hmm. same team that Patrick Vieira had that mm-hmm. they looked exciting. Like, they would score goals. They would have fun. But they would lose games like 3-4 or 4-2 or, or whatever. And the, the thing is, when they fired Patrick Vieira, they brought in Roy Hodgson. Roy was supposed to be there just for that season to keep them from being reg- relegated. And then they kept them on. And, and now it's the, it's, the same, it's the same team as Patrick Vieira. But instead of them scoring and looking good, they are losing games. But they're losing games like 1-0 instead of... Yeah. Three, four, or four, two. It's like, at the and or you know, at, at the beginning of the year, he had an excuse with Elise being out. Uh, they come yeah. back, and uh, Elise looks real, real good, especially with IU. Mm-hmm. Uh, IU, uh, like they would get they would get goals, they would each score, but they'd lose, mm-hmm. they just lost. They, I think, they lost their first five games or something like that together. So, yeah, it, it took a a little while for it to get going, but again, these guys aren't going to get, they're not going to get bounced. I don't think this year, I think they're going to be fine, especially with the things they played uh, end up with this game. They play with a back three this mm-hmm. time around, instead of uh, the, the, the traditional back four, back five for Roy Hodgson. Yeah, they played, uh, um, you would think, you would think mm-hmm. they're looking for offense with a back yeah. three. Uh, they manage the one goal uh, and had to wait till the second half to get, there's no scoring in the first half. Uh, a couple of good chances uh, for Palace. Some great chances for Everton. Everton, again, just couldn't finish and stuff like that. They, they looked very good, though. Uh, but it is Palace that scores first, and it is Jordan Ayew uh, from outside the box getting in it. Now, uh, a nice the night, headed, the guy named. Yeah, a nice little headed flick from uh, Edward uh, mm-hmm. to uh, uh, Mateta. Mateta. And we talk about holding. There's a guy like absolutely grabbing it and bringing him down. And he's still kind of backing him off. A second defender comes in, kicks mm-hmm. the ball. It bounces off the first defender was holding on to Mateta. That's what finds Ayu, gives him space or whatever. And he finishes it clinically from well out. It was a nice, it was a nice shot. Uh, mm-hmm. By the way, Jordan Pickford named uh, man of the match in this one. So take yeah, it I, makes, do, I do not. That's un- not. I do not understand it at all. Anyways, that's how you know uh, they had they had no respect for the open field players in this game, like just good. absolutely so, no respect. You you, no offense, a goalie should never be man of the match unless he has like twelve saves. You know what I mean? Yeah. Like yeah. you gotta you gotta be Tim Howard against Belgium. Gotta be a difference. You know what I mean? I don't know if you have much be, of yeah. a difference. Anyway, I'm just bad uh, offense all around. Everton needing points 
Uh, they're down. They're in the relegation spot at this time. Uh, they have uh, Luton just ahead of them who had lost, so they have to make it up at least a point. And they get a goal, finally. Dwight McNeil's corner, headed in by Amadou Onana, uh, who had come on, I believe, in the 72nd minute or something like that. Uh, Onana just towered over everybody. I don't know how much of a vertical this guy had, but it looked like he was a good up a good two, three feet in the air. Mm-hmm. It was incredible to see. Uh, Hammers at home with authority to get the point. Uh, again, um, that second half, Everton should have had three, four goals. They just couldn't put it on net for whatever reason. And uh, James Tarkowski had a really good chance uh, as the game was winding down, too. Couldn't get it in. So uh, they do pile on the pressure. They could only manage the one goal. The one goal is good enough to move them out of relegation. They're now uh, tied with Luton, but because of differential, they are in 17th spot uh, for mm-hmm. the week. Sean Dyche and the Toffees. Uh, yeah, uh, I, I'm thinking a little more relief. Probably would have been much more happy with the three. The three they deserved, really, but uh, couldn't mm-hmm. imagine. Um, yeah, and uh, Glasner was in the stands watching with the uh, uh, chairman for Palace or whatever. Uh, he looked very happy <laughs> whenever they'd show him. I don't think they showed him after the 84th minute, but he gets to take the team on Tuesday. Like he, They're already practicing tomorrow morning so or in the morning. So there you go. Uh, that's it. Yo, just for seeing the uh, the 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 on, the Onana goal. Man, he just jumps. It's, it's like I remember seeing there was a. I just he just just like he just powers through everybody because he was being hit. It wasn't like he wasn't being like um um inhibited. Like he was being hit. It wasn't like the 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 Joao um Gomez goal where he just like just jumped by himself and no one was near him. He was jumping over people. And yeah. kind of like, you know, the center backs, man, you got to mark somebody and he just kind of jumps over people. So like um, um, Joe, Jobman Anderson or, you know, Chris Richards, you know, just not good enough in the end. You got to close out, man. It's about, about it's about closing. Like the game ain't over till you hear that final whistle. You got to close. And that's what I keep telling people. That's the one thing about Chelsea. They, they don't close. Because they should have beaten Arsenal at Stanford Bridge. They should have beaten Man City this week. They don't know how to close. You got to close. Should have beat Liverpool too, but sometimes be, things yeah, don't go your you way. You got to close. You know, you and you close. know, un- and unlike unlike other bad teams, Chelsea plays up to their competition and play down to their competition because that's an issue. You know, that but, is a huge issue. <clears throat> yeah. Forest. <clears throat> Anyways, Wolves. That's it. Yes. Well, Wolves have been good. Let's just say that. They have been good. Wolves have been good. All right. Uh, That's it for the week. Uh, We did our predictions. Happy to say there's a clear cut winner with eight points this week. That's your good friend, Snark. Damn it. Really? Damn it. Yeah. I will say uh, shout out to you for picking the draw in uh, Chelsea versus Man City. Good for you. But it didn't help you. You only yeah. had six points. So there you go. Now we move Cause I, on. Because I, because I, because it's there was a, it's the, it was the Newcastle game. It Matt Ritchie, uh, and I think yeah, it was Matt Ritchie. I blame Matt Ritchie's fault. It's Matt Ritchie. Yep, it wouldn't have helped you. You, <laughs> you wouldn't have worked. Wait, would that, oh, that'd be seven. Yeah, that'd be seven. 
Uh, oh, unless I got that one oh, I, oh, oh, let's take a look. Take, let's take a look. Let's, well, let's, let's look it over. Let's look it over. Newcastle was picked by... Adelia was picked by Rob. And you picked uh, Burnmouth. So yeah, it wouldn't have wouldn't helped. Wouldn't have, Damn it. It's a tie. Would, yeah. yeah, it would only would have been one point for you. So, yep, yeah, there you go. I already got it. There you go. Now, we moved to match week 26. A weird week. Uh, still mm-hmm. 10 matches. A couple of teams have to play a couple of times. One is a, a, a makeup game. I have no idea why Liverpool is playing Luton on, on Tuesday. There's got to be a reason for it, but I don't know what it is. But I know that Liverpool does play on Sunday. Carabao Cup Finals versus Chelsea. Chelsea not playing this week. Their match with Spurs is going to be postponed to a later date. So we start again. Liverpool, no, Liverpool Luton's on Wednesday. Yeah. As I said. Well, that wasn't that what I said? No, you said Tuesday, so it threw me off. Oh, okay. So, yeah, okay. Sorry, yeah. So, there was City and Brentford on Tuesday. Yes, City and Brentford on Tuesday. Yeah. Uh, at the Eddie Head. What do you think? I'm going to go City. I'm going to go City. They're not going to lose two in a row. They're not going to drop points mm-hmm. twice in a row, especially to a Brentford yeah. team that looked as bad yeah, as they did. Liverpool. Speaking of Liverpool, they're at home where they just seem to have things happen to them. Good things mm-hmm. against Luton, who's could be in real trouble here. Going Liverpool. Yeah, Liverpool's gonna win. I agree. Yeah, thank thank God we played them before he announced his retirement. Because if if yeah, he if he if he, the week he did never yeah exactly. So thank and the I, Lord because yeah. we played them at our house and we destroyed him. But if we played at Anfield after his retirement speech, something would have happened. Mm-hmm. Personally, I think Next. we should have beat we should have beat them at Anfield too. But you know, Zinchenko was like, "No, I don't want to do that." <laughs> Thank God we have Jakub Kivior. Thank the Lord. That's, oh my gosh! Uh, next match, we get to the Saturday matches now. It starts off Villa versus Forest. Is that Villa Park? I don't know, man. I'm gonna go Villa, even even though they got some injuries. I'm gonna go Villa. I'm going to go Villa, too. Forrest may have won 2-0, but it was unconvincing to me. Uh, Brighton, at the Amex, gets to take on Everton, who need as many points as they can get. I'm going to go Brighton, though. Up and down for Brighton all year. I'm going to say... I'm going to say they they beat them as well. I I agree. Yeah, yeah. By the way, Adelia's... Adelia's chosen all the same as us so far as well. Yeah, all I'll say is, man, Brian's about to Brian's about to rob a couple of teams because a couple of these players are getting bought. Like someone's buying Simona Dingra. Yeah, for sure. Now, uh, next match, the debut, I guess, for Oliver Glassman, Palace and Burnley. I'm gonna go Palace. New new manager bump. Yeah, ideally is going draw here. I think you're right though. I think Palace can win. I don't think Elise is going to be back playing, but I still think they have enough to beat Burnley. A lot of people just have enough to beat Burnley. It seems. Okay. Uh, now we go head up back to Old Trafford. Man United takes on Fulham. Two teams I do not like at all. By the way. I'm a, ooh, Fulham had that Fulham lost to Villa. 
Adelia's <sighs> picking United. Go draw. Okay, I like your style there. I think Man U is going to win at home. They seem to squeak out stuff at home quite a bit. Burnmouth gets a take on City. City's second match in four days here, it seems. I'm going to go Bournemouth. I like it. I was thinking the same thing, and I'm going go to Bournemouth. actually. Ideally, I still think City is going to win. But I'm with you. I think Burnmouth is going to win. Uh, then you get, let's mm-hmm. say you, your favorite club, Arsenal, get Newcastle at the Emirates. We're, we're whooping that ass. To you guys, would it, wouldn't it be funny? If City, it's gonna, it's gonna... if City loses and then you guys drop points too, wouldn't that be hilarious? Uh, and then Liverpool, what? Liverpool beats Brentford? Yeah, they're going to beat Brentford. I don't see a problem with that. Arsenal, Newcastle. I am going to say... Oh, it's hard to say no to Arsenal, especially they've all they've been doing is scoring goals. Arsenal's going to win. Okay. Wolves, Sheffield United. Oh, Wolves. Wolves should win. They better win. Probably score for like four. They'll score by four or five goals. Uh, Next, the last match of the week. Brentford's second match. This time, they're at London Stadium taking on uh, the weirdness that is West Ham United. I really think uh... it's going to be a draw. Let's go with yeah, let's go with draw. Ferris is going draw. I say West Ham wins at home. Okay, so that's good. Yeah, who knows what these guys uh, like we said before. Uh it could be it could be you don't, don't know what team they're gonna be. They could be great. They're very much a Jekyll and Hyde team. But that's it. We've done our work through almost week 26 and by the time you're watching this week 26 i guess has begun uh, although i guess maybe the uh the city match uh, against brentford is actually week whatever it was a few weeks ago 19 or whatever it is 20 anyways uh thank you ferris for joining me on the show uh please let people know where they can find you in and around the good old internet I mean, y'all can find me on this channel, guys, every Friday, 3 o'clock Pacific, where we talk American football, me and my homie Caleb. And then every Friday, 8 o'clock Pacific, on our entertainment channel, where me and Adelia talk. Uh, We have the open table, and we just, you know, just have fun and talk. You know? Very nice. Very nice. It's always nice just to sit around and talk. Talk for like an hour and 40 minutes or so. But things that you like. It just breezes past. Now. As for me, you can find me, well, this very show right here, starting left. Let's get ready. Network the highlights every Tuesday. Um, We also, you and I do a show together, as well as our friend Adelia, every Thursday over on our entertainment channel. That's just a flagship. Let's get ready. Network. Uh, We have the Rewatchers channel or Rewatchers Council. It's our full 144 episode rewatch of Buffy the Vampire Slayer. 
This week, as you as we record this, uh, we will be covering Prophecy Girl, the season one finale. So stay tuned. See if Buffy makes it out alive or not. Who knows? Anything could happen in a show that runs seven seasons. Also, Let's Get Ready Network, After Snark, Weekends, we're back. Uh, Danny and I talking about, uh, well, whatever we want to talk about, really. Uh, this week coming up, we should be talking about uh, how video games are made, like video game coding and those kind of things. We have a guest coming on, Danny's friend from Brazil, who actually does this stuff for a living. I myself have no clue how this is done. So it should be an interesting uh, talk this weekend. Guys, thank you very much for joining us. Uh, it's an odd week next week, but it's going to be exciting. Lots of work to be done at the top of the table. We'll see what happens. Uh, and I'll see you next time. <laughs>